0: Welcome to Cuz We're Nerds, the podcast that covers trends and new releases in comics, movies, video games, board games, and much more. I'm your host Caleb, and with me is my brother Jacob. Hey everybody. It's morphin' time, cause we're teleporting into the new hit tabletop game, Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid. What threat is Rita Repulsa sending down to earth this time? Are the teenagers with attitude able to stop it? And really, whatever the case, it's definitely time to go go Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Wow. I was just about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Power Rangers, Power Rangers, Power Rangers. My childhood. Man, I grew up with these guys.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually love these guys, and I still love them, which
0: is uh, part of the reason we're here today, Kittle. I mean, I like the idea of Power Rangers. I like the stuff. The TV show does not. Age well, and it's also very <laughs> much for kids.
1: <laughs> no, I agree. I'm I'm not saying I go out. And I wake up every Saturday morning, you know, and watch Go Go Power Angels, you know, because now it's all like kitty. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying I liked them as a kid. Still like them now. I liked the movie. They're not no longer doing that anymore. You know, but like I I'm like you. I like the idea behind it. I think they're really really cool. Um, and I think a game is the perfect place to bring them into.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I like the franchise. In fact, I haven't read any of the comics, but I've been thinking about getting into them because they've kind of aged up that style of Rangers there. And um, I think that it, it works better. And a lot of that stuff has translated into this game. And I think that's part of what's, what, it, what makes <clears throat> what makes it so great.
1: So here's a question, Caleb. Uh, which adaption... Do you like best? Which...
0: What do you mean, which adaption?
1: Which adaption of Power Angels? For example, like the, the TV shows.
0: Oh, dude, those are just different seasons. They're not different adaptions. Yes, they're different seasons. However, they'll...
1: For example, like the costumes always change. Yeah. A lot of they're the actors connected. change. They're all connected. Well, yes, I know, but I'm saying... You know what I'm saying. There's not really a good... Which
0: team, The correct question, sir, is which season
1: you know or which series know. anyways
0: <laughs> um as a child my favorite was time force because i think that's the one that was running while i was watching it so i saw some of the original mighty morphin stuff i think i saw some of turbo and um i don't know if i ever saw alien rangers i saw toys for that and i saw a little bit of um spd and just like tiny, tiny, tiny bit of, I think, Wild Force. Um, I was pretty much out of it by the time Wild Force came on. But Time Force, I remember being the one that I liked the most. However, the one that I remember most vividly, which still isn't that vivid, is the original, Mighty okay. Morphin.
1: Okay. Um, so I like I like a couple of them for different reasons. I remember when I think of Power Rangers, I typically think of the costumes for Mighty Morphin um however i think of different storylines uh from other series yeah um but like you that was probably my uh like my childhood that's what i saw that wasn't your favorite but that was actually probably my favorite um however i have a few others i I just have like three that's kind of tied i love uh sorry I'm, i'm trying to think they're all like kind of running together i love mighty morphin Right, which I already said. I also like the um, Ninja Storm, I think. Hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, Power Rangers Ninja Storm. And then I also really liked the SPD. I thought the SPD was pretty cool. Um, however, one that I saw after I had already gotten out of it, kind of, but I still thought it was interesting is Power Rangers Samurai. I thought that one was really cool. I had already gotten out of it. However, I've seen a few episodes since uh, it came out in like, I don't know, I think it was like 2011, maybe 2012. And that, that one's pretty cool. I mean, that one's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've all got their things and I think that they all have interesting concepts. I actually tried to go back, I think earlier this year and watch the first episode and oh man, it's, it's tough to get through. It's so
1: cheesy now, you know, as an adult looking back on it. I mean, the acting is not that great. You know, the cinematography is okay. You can obviously tell that it's really fake. Um, You know, however, as a kid, my favorite part was just them walking away from the cool explosions. You know, so I mean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So here's something you might not know, Jacob. Did you know that this show is only half American? I did not know that. So Power Rangers is a really weird show. Power Rangers is a show where they took a Japanese show and they changed it to make it an American show. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's a long-running series in Japan called Super Sentai. And it's what all of Power Rangers is based on. Essentially, they'll have a season or a few seasons with um, one group of people and then they'll move on to the new suits and the new people just like Power Rangers does and it's been running I think since the 70s and um, there was a point in the 90s where it was licensed out to whoever had the license I don't remember if it was Bandai or whoever Um, and they decided that what they were going to do was they were going to take the footage cut out all of the Japanese actors recast take Um, these new American actors and build different storylines around them using the same monster and Power Rangers footage.
1: So essentially, this is one of those moments where someone wants to copy your homework. You're like, yeah, sure, as long as you don't make it look the same.
0: Kind of, although it's two completely different stories. It's crazy if you look at it. It's kind of mind-boggling how they were able to do this, where things like... um, like there'll be there'll be a completely different storyline using the same footage in the original versus the Power Rangers version. That's actually really cool. In fact, it even got to the point where um, they ran out of content with the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers suits, and so they actually uh, hired the original people that made the show in Japan to come up with new footage to use just for Power Rangers, just for the American version. And they even started using stuff from different series um, in the Mighty Morphin version, when in Japan that was from a different one. So here, Mighty Morphin lasted like, I think four or five seasons um, before it moved on to the next thing. And in Japan, it didn't last that long. So like, I don't know if you remember, they originally had the Dinozords. Eventually they got the Thunderzords. Uh, The Thunderzords were not part of that series in japan they were part of a completely different series with completely different suits
1: that's actually really cool because typically you know when a show comes over from japan either you know it's it's untouched for the most part and they just either sub it or dub it or you know they take out a few scenes here and there or there's actually been some where they add a few scenes but i've never heard of anything like this where they kind of take footage that's not even meant for the same story and use it
0: yeah, it's, it's pretty insane. If you look into it, it's really interesting. Uh, I, I I don't even know. It, they're two completely different shows, but the same footage. So weird, weird stuff, man. By the way, uh, everybody associates giant monsters, not monsters, but giant um, robots and combining robots with Power Rangers. Did you know there was a Japanese Spider-Man show in the 70s? It was the first one, the first TV show to do that. Yep, I actually did know that. And then that was made by kind of the same people that made Super Sentai, which is why it ended up becoming part of that. Uh, one day I sat down and watched all of the openings for Power Rangers. And I watched all of the openings for Super Sentai. Super Sentai took much longer. <laughs> uh, it's interesting to see the evolution of where it was, even to when Mighty Morphin started, because there's a major difference there. And then from Mighty Morphin to modern day.
1: Oh yeah, it's also really interesting to see how they decide to change the costumes about each series. You know that's that's one of my uh, favorite things about uh the Power Rangers series is that they I like how they change the actors out and yes, it's all connected like you said. Have it's basically like a new take on it, you know. Um for example, in some of them, like I said before, they'll essentially ninja, and other ones they'll basically police officers you know and it's just really cool and i really love how they can take this same classic costume and just change a few things about it and it's still recognizable as you know obviously the red ranger or the white ranger or even the villains however it has a new spin on it where it doesn't get tiring
0: exactly and the power rangers are essentially japan's version of superheroes i think In the last 10 years, that's changed because of the success of things like the MCU, and that has influenced Japan on what they see as superheroes. That's why we have things like One Punch Man and My Hero Academia now. But prior to that, the Japanese hero was basically what Power Rangers is. They have other ones like Kamen Rider, but they all have that same sort of aesthetic.
1: Now, interestingly enough, Caleb, I know me and you have talked about it. Um, However, Power Rangers is mainly for... Uh, at least the series on television is for younger kids. However, um, Caleb and I ran across something. Apparently on YouTube, there's a page called Bat in the Sun. Um, and they're doing this really cool spin off of Power Rangers that it looks like. And it looks very adult orientated. Um, it's really hard. There's only been a trailer out. So it's hard to tell how it's going to look overall, how the acting is. Caleb thought the acting looked a bit spotty here and there. However, there's I mean, not it is, really...
0: It is Power Rangers actors, to be fair.
1: True. Um, And actually, uh, um, oh my goodness, Frank, uh, uh, what's his name? Green Ranger? I want to say Castle, but that's wrong. (laughs) Uh, Oh man, the guy that's basically-
0: Jason David Frank.
1: Yes, yes. He's actually playing in it, Uh, you know, because he's been in basically every single Power Angels uh, related thing, so might as well. But that is really interesting, and I'm hoping that kind of lifts off and does really well because- power rangers is such a cool concept um for kids and adults you know you don't have to make them interconnected but at least have something for adults out there there was even a short film on youtube a few years ago where it was super super dark power rangers and like the far future and like half of them had died and did you ever see that caleb
0: oh yeah that was a major major thing that made a lot of news it was actually pulled down i think bandai is the one that has power rangers now Uh, they, they, they pulled it down and people loved it so much that they allowed them to put it back up. Um, but yeah, I do want to clarify the other thing you're talking about the other show. It's not Power Rangers. It's okay. Yes. it's, 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 it's a Power Rangers like world. There are super suits and stuff like that. It's not Power Rangers, but the cast is all people who have played in Power Rangers before. Essentially.
1: I mean, let's be honest. Essentially. They're not calling it Power Rangers. That way it doesn't get taken down. Yeah. However, it's Power Rangers.
0: It's bootleg Rangers.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's Power Rangers, you know, (laughs) (laughs) right? That's, that's what it
0: is. All right. So let's jump into this game. It's called Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid. What is it? About a year ago now, uh, there was a company Renegade Games that launched a Kickstarter campaign for a new board game centered on Power Rangers. Now, if you don't know what Kickstarter is, it's basically a place where you can crowdfund something that you want to do. You become an investor in that. If you want to know more about Kickstarter itself, we did a whole episode on it and some of the great things it can do and some of the terrible horror stories that can ensue from it. Uh, That's episode 29. It's called Kickstarter Horror Stories. Go check it out. That's a pretty good episode. But I backed this at that point and I went back and forth on what I was going to do. And finally, it got so popular, they reached all their stretch goals. I said, I can't, I can't, I just, I have to. So I went all in. It cost me $240, which is a lot. It's a lot of money. I'm not going to deny that. That's the most I've ever spent on certainly a board game. That's, that, that's a good chunk of change. But I was like, you know, this is my childhood. I got to do it. So it was obviously successfully funded. And I received it about a week and a half ago. And when I opened the box, I was shocked. Um, did, I, did I post something on uh, the Instagram page, Jacob? I can look right now. I know
1: you sent me something. However, I'm not exactly sure. You did not. The okay. last thing you posted was about Song of Spider-Man.
0: So, so I took some pictures so that I can post it. Inside, there were about six boxes, I think, filled with stuff for this game. It is a truckload of stuff.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, you sent it to me, and uh, it, it was on his living room table, and it spanned the entire table. He actually had to curve it because he couldn't fit all the games on it, and one of the games were hanging off. And here's a, you know, if you think of a regular-sized living room table, that's about as big as his is. And so, there were so many pieces to this.
0: Yeah, so this is a game, this is a cooperative game, where all the players work together to defeat the boss. Now, I have so much stuff because I got the base game. I got an expansion. I got all the Kickstarter exclusive stuff. I got two massive figures. I also got two... I I got an extra villain pack and an extra foot soldier pack. I think that's everything. Plus plus some extra die. So there's a lot there. But in the base game, there's only one boss. The boss is Rita Repulsa, as it should be. And you work together as a team to defeat her. And if it gives you any idea
1: of after listening to the Kickstarter episode, um, or even just listening to it, uh, that, that's how games start You know, start off. So Caleb got all of these pieces for about $240. And now that the game is out, Caleb, tell them how much Just the Base is. So Just the Base game alone is $90. Which is a still, because like we said, Caleb got about, what, five, six more boxes other than the base game? So I added
0: it all up, and I think that for everything um that you can buy out there it's like it's almost $300 however you cannot buy the Kickstarter exclusive box and that box has more stuff in it than the base game
1: so essentially let's let's just say that you could have bought that okay uh let's just say it's 90 just like the base game okay so essentially it's around $390 which means Caleb basically saved over $100 on this game so as we're talking about this game Just keep in the back of your mind that Kickstarter could be a really, really cool place um, for things like this. But also, again, like Caleb said, um, you can also have bad experiences. But this one, like we're about to get into, um, was a really good experience.
0: It was a good experience. And the reason there are so many boxes is because this is a game with minis. If you don't know what that means, it means it's got little miniature plastic figures that you use to play the game. Think Monopoly figures, but instead of metal, it's plastic. And in this case, they are the rangers, they are the monsters from the show, they are the foot soldiers, which would be your putty patrollers and things like that, Um, and you use those to actually play the game.
1: Yes, and these figures are, if you think about the size of, uh, I I don't know, since it's Cosmo North, I just throw this out there, the D&D miniature figures, you know, uh, things about that, these are like two, three times as big. You know, these are not small pieces, and they have some weight to them, and, you know, typically when you think of a miniature game, I'll just go in and explain the setup a little bit, not really how to play it, but the setup. You think of a giant map on a table, and you lay these miniatures everywhere. You know, talking with Caleb about this game, about how everybody plays as the Power Rangers, and you're playing as a team, trying to defeat people, that's kind of what I imagined. You know, I imagine maybe like a city map, or something like that, and you... That, that's, that's not what it is. We sat down and Caleb pulls out five pieces to a board that is no bigger than a 10-inch pizza. And <laughs> he lays it on the board and I was like, uh, I was like, all these boxes, and then he opens up a box and it was like, I don't know, there was like 40 something miniatures in there. And I was like, oh my goodness. This is not one of those massive games, but this is still going to be freaking awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so basically the way it's set up is there is a round piece that is the command center. That's the place where Zordon lives, the, the ranger's home base. And then there's these curves pieces that go around it. There's four of those, and they each represent a location. Now, in the base game, these are locations from the original seasons of the show, things like the juice shop. Um, the school, the park, and there's, uh, the I think the industrial district is the other yep. one. Yep. And the enemies will spawn into these places, and it's your job as the ranger to go defeat those enemies before that place becomes panicked. If all four places become panicked, you lose the game. In order to win the game, you basically have to fend off all the enemies until the boss shows up, which is towards the end of the game, and then you have to defeat the boss. So... I've played this twice now. I'll be honest. Both times I have messed something up about the rules. (laughs) The first time I played just with Courtney and the rules are different for two players. So that was kind of confusing. Um, But I also learned some stuff later that we played incorrectly. Then we played with four people, me, Courtney, Jacob, and his friend, Nick. And I also messed up some stuff. It was hard both times. It was really hard. The first time we lost... um, in fact, the way I was playing, Jacob, I think I'm hearing a little bit of echo of me. Um, oh, the, sorry about that. You're good. The way I was playing with Courtney is we were playing against our favor, and we lost. The way I was playing with Jacob is I was accidentally playing in our favor, and we won barely, <laughs> barely. So I don't, I have no idea how you're supposed to win this. Um, if you play it correctly, maybe we would have made different decisions. I think we would have. Um, oh yeah. I think the game hits its sweet spot at five players, one for each ranger, because I think when you have less than that, it's kind of hard to coordinate. And
1: this this game is interesting because typically when you play as a team, you know, maybe not in all games, but you make a group decision. In this game, you don't have to do that necessarily. You know, you're each playing as your individual ranger, so let's say... Before really explaining, you know, let, let's say the, uh, the high school, you know, I think there's a piece, right? It's Angel Grove High School. Yeah. Okay. So let's say Angel Grove High School from the original series, you know, let's say you have four uh, putty monsters there, which obviously we haven't explained how the game works. But if two of you guys, you're playing with four players, if two of you guys are like, ah, oh, let's go over there and attack the putties. And then two of the other players are like, well, no, we don't want to go to the high school. We want to go to the industrial district and defeat two of those putties. You can do that. You can split up. It's a cooperative game. However, you can do what you want to as well. Because like we'll explain, everybody has a certain amount of moves that they individually get to take.
0: Yeah, I I don't want to go into like the details of the rules. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's going to be confusing for this. If you want to see that, there's videos out there you can watch. What I want to do is give you guys the idea of how it feels to play this game and if it's fun or not. Um, if you've ever played a game like Dominion or maybe you've played Marvel's Legendary uh, where you each player has their own deck of cards, the game has that in this. Uh, well, this game has that. You do not get to add cards to that. You have 10 cards and those basically act as your attacks. However, it switches things up so that you have limited options when it comes to your turn when you have to fight things.
1: Which is really awesome, and not only do those cards act as your attack, they'll also, without getting into it, they're also your defense. They have a few shields in the bottom, and you know that that's also how you defend against creatures.
0: Yeah, and your health as well. I think it's a really ingenious system where one deck of cards fulfills like three different things, and I've never quite seen that in a game before.
1: It's nice because when you think about, like when Caleb said, when you have six or seven boxes. Most games you are going to open it. It's going to be more uh, pieces to the board. It's going to be more cards. It's going to be more walls. It's going to be a lot more to keep up with. However, with this, yes, you probably have a few additional pieces for the board that you could use. And yes, you may have a few additional walls. However, the most part, you're just getting more miniatures.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Most of the boxes are filled with miniatures. Um, Some of them do have extra board pieces. Uh, the Shattered Grid expansion adds, I think, two board pieces. Um, And there might be one more that adds an extra board piece. I can't remember for sure. Um, But the great thing about the Kickstarter was because it was so successful, all the components were upgraded. So these cards are probably the nicest cards I've ever played with. They're thick, but not too thick. They've got this really awesome gloss on them. And these are things that You know, if you don't play the game all that much, it's not going to matter. But if you play the game a lot, they're going to hold up. The board pieces are nice and thick. They're not going to move around a lot on you. And like Jacob already mentioned, the miniatures are really, really well built. They're not going to break on you. These are not miniatures
1: that you're going to grab the arm of one and it's slowly over time going to get bent. Like these, these are heavy duty, hard, hard plastic miniatures. That, like I said, have some weight. These aren't ones where, like, you're gonna set it down; and it's gonna keep falling over and falling over and falling over. the The base is nice and large, uh, but not too large where it takes up the room for other miniatures. It's just it's it's really, really well designed.
0: All right. So one thing that I really enjoy about this game is the cooperative aspect. And a lot of cooperative games, you sort of get in the mode where the person that's played it before or the person who likes to ch- take charge the most plays the game themselves and they tell everyone else what to do. And if you don't do that, you're going to end up messing up the game for everybody. And the way this game is designed, it really doesn't let that happen. Um, There's definitely conversations and you definitely all want to talk together to figure out what the best way to go about things is. However, everyone can ultimately make their own choices. And as well, everybody has powers that are useful and cards that are useful and things that they can do so that there's no one person who's left out. Yeah, it really
1: brings out the "we" in Power Rangers. Ah, uh, you like that? You like that?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, yeah, like Caleb said, um, it, it's really awesome because individuality is a really cool thing in this game, but also at the same time, you also have to think co-op. So, one thing that I am a big fan of this game is that Like Caleb said, your deck is not all the same cards. And each time you draw them, you get a variety of cards that you can use. And this can work in your favor and this can work heavily against you. Um, And it's kind of like any other card game that you think of. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh. It's kind of like uh, the luck of the draw, you know. And so I I like this game, but it's not all luck. You know, no matter what you draw. uh, Okay, let me rephrase that. For the most part, you can still do great things with what you draw. It's just you have to strategize really, really well with your teammates. And that's where the team really comes in. However, you reading your own cards and coming up with what you could do to contribute is where the individuality really hits.
0: Yeah, and this is very much a strategy game. If you want to sit down and play a game where you don't have to think, that is not this game unless you just want to lose. Like you really have to weigh your options on what you're going to do and be smart about it and that can come down to which rangers do we want to put where do we want to send this one ranger over by himself because he gets special bonuses when he's by himself do we want to go in a team and crush this whole area and then move on how do we want to go about this and that's something that for me is awesome because i like strategy and it's nice that you get to talk through that with other people and get input without having to hide everything. Because it is cooperative. Everybody can see what your hand is. There's nothing you have to hide. So this is also a good game that's conducive to new players.
1: And any anybody I will say that was a fan of the Power Rangers series, you're going to like this. Coming from you know being a fan when I was a child and haven't seen this in years and years. Other than the movie that came out within the past few years i really got huge nostalgia playing this you know and it's great because it brings in every aspect that you saw in the series yes you have the rangers yes you have the big bads like rita but you also have the small bads you know like the putty men but you also have zords which is one of my favorite things in the game and basically the more enemies you defeat the more zords you get you flip them over you don't know whose zord is going to be there but then at the end is the coolest thing about the entire game, in my opinion. If you kill enough baddies, if you if you kill enough putty men, then you can get the Megazord. Yes, which Caleb, since he did the Kickstarter thing, got a actual. I'm not even gonna say miniature because this thing is gigantic. You know, he got a larger of <laughs> the. Uh, Megazord, and it is huge. It is heavy. It has a sword that you can actually take away from it and put it in its hand. It's awesome. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. So in the base game, the zord, the Megazord, is just a little token. And in this, it is a full figure. It is a hundred and twenty millimeters tall, which is type, 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 type uh almost 5 inches tall which for a miniature is massive this is like larger than a typical action figure it's big and it's detailed and it's mon- monstrous <laughs> And uh, I love it a lot. And as we played this game, I put on Power Rangers music in the background. And when this came out, I switched it back to the original Mighty Morphin song. So it could come out to go, go, Power Rangers.
1: Go, go, Power Rangers. And I got to say, it boom. Yeah, it was it was pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it, it, it sent chills down. You know, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. My hands on my arm stood up.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Um, now, you, now, you can purchase that figure that is something that you can get. Well, when it comes out, everything is on pre-order right now. Uh, that figure alone is thirty bucks. I, w-
1: I will say while we're talking about the figures, um, I'm I'm gonna talk about the ups and downs real quick of the figures, okay? Um, there are no downs. Okay, I I think th- there's a few small downs, just to me, you know, and everybody's gonna kind of be different about this. Um, so the major ups I think are, like we said, well constructed. Uh the weight is really nice. The figure itself um is really well designed, not even as a um not even as like a piece to use, but as a piece just to look at. You know, uh they're very, very specific, they're very detailed, and though that's really nice. Also, the color of them is really nice because they went with a lighter grey. All the pieces are grey except for the rangers. They went with a lighter grey, which is nice because if they would have gone with like a black or something heavier, it would have been really hard for players to uh, spray paint those or paint those if they wish to. Um, but since they went with a lighter color, it's going to be a lot easier. And I know Caleb's planning on, you know, painting maybe not the Putty Men, but some of the big bads and maybe some of the Rangers and definitely the Megazord eventually. Um, but that's one, of, that's one of my only complaints. One of my only complaints is that I wish the Power Rangers weren't just a solid color. You know, I, I wish there would have just been a little bit more. Um, For example, I was the white ranger when we played. And it was just pure white. And it was cool. However, it, it was so detailed and stuff. I wish they would have thrown in, you know, like a splash of gold here, a splash of gold there. Um, you know, maybe even like a black symbol in the middle. Something to just kind of, you know, bring out the figure a little bit more.
0: Well, I mean, this is pretty typical of any game that comes with a miniature. Is there typically this gray color and it's meant to be left up to the players to paint them because the color that they are is the actual plastic color. If they were to add any color to these, they would have to paint them and that would drive the cost way up.
1: And I mean, that's true. So just because I have a complaint doesn't mean that if they fixed that, I wouldn't have another complaint (laughs) because then the complaint would be, oh, the game costs too much, you know. Right, Um, right. But I really believe that these figures are really cool. And other than that, I really don't have a complaint about this game. Maybe that it's too hard, but I like that. You know, I like that it's not a game that Mm -hmm. you can
0: easily win. And the good thing about this game, too, is if you wanted to adjust the difficulty for your specific game, you could. There are things that you could do. You could decrease the number of enemies that spawn each round. You could move where the boss is and the deck, move them closer up to the top so that they're easier to get to and thus the game could end sooner so you don't have as many enemies to defeat. There were some really easy things that you could do to make this easier um, without having to completely re-engineer the game. Now, talking about the expansions, Caleb, was there any different
1: series Power Angels in
0: them? So the base game came with the original five. Uh, the, the Kickstarter exclusive came with the white Ranger and the green Ranger, as well as, um, a Ranger who I think is only in the comics. It's a alternate universe pink Ranger. Um, and the shattered grid, I think also came with some from other sets. They do have plans to release Rangers from other series in the future. In fact, there was a poll at the end of the Kickstarter to decide which one they would be doing next. Um, they have announced the next expansion. It is a Bulk and Skull expansion, which are the two comic relief characters. It's kind of a funny pack. They become Power Rangers, um, and and they've got to fight off the enemies. Um, so that is coming soon as well. Um, but there's not really many others. I will say the Shattered Grid expansion comes with Lord Draken, who is a alternate universe evil White Ranger, who yes. is pretty much a comics-only character at this point. I mean, he might have come in some of the video games that they just released, um, but he's not from the show. However, he's pretty awesome, um, and he is a villain. He's he's a ranger, but he's a villain uh, as well. So there there is some other stuff in there that's ranger-based, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so overall, this is pretty awesome. How long does it take to play? Courtney and I did it in about an hour. The box says about an hour. Board Game Geek says... 45 minutes to an hour when me and Jacob and Nick and Courtney played, that took us like three hours. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just because we were learning or if there was a lot of discussion. That's really going to depend on how much strategy you put in, I think is how long it's going to take to play. So for the first time plan on, I'd say two to three hours and then from there on, maybe it gets faster. Um, But Yeah, definitely. Check this game out. You can find it at um, renegadegamestudios.com. That's the place that makes it. Like I said, everything right now is on pre-order. I think they're supposed to be coming out sometime in August, which uh, is tomorrow. So this month, by the time this episode comes out. So um, definitely check out their website if you're interested. It's really awesome. And I'm going to be posting some pictures on our Instagram uh, with this of all the boxes, as well as what it looked like when we were playing. Because uh, it was a lot of fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Now all I'm waiting for is an expansion with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in it.
0: Uh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. Yeah, you could really add some other stuff to this game. You could homebrew this up really, really hardcore. It'd be really awesome. I was,
1: the, the reason I was asking was, it would be re- about the angels. It would be really cool to have a team of angels go against, you know, all these enemies, but also have another team of angels, but those be like the big bads.
0: You know, yeah, I- the, the Shattered Grid um, expansion, the foot soldiers are actually Black Rangers. Um, I think they're called that's Mastodon cool. Troopers. They're like evil versions of the Black Ranger. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of built in a little bit. That's really cool. All right. So, that's all I've got for Heroes of the Grid. You got anything else for that, Jacob? Uh, nope. I-, I recommend it. I had a lot of fun. My friend
1: Nick, he doesn't play board games that often, uh, and he had a blast.
0: Yeah, we, we had a great time. Um, and briefly, we're going to talk about the other board game that we played, which is Trogdor, which I've, I've kind of already talked about, but not in too much detail. Uh, just to recap what this is, back in the early to mid-2000s, the biggest thing on the internet was HomestarRunner.com. That's where you got characters like Homestar Runner, Strong Bad, Strong Sad, uh, and of course, the titular Trogdor. character. Trogdor! So dragon with a beefy arm.
1: Yes, and in in case you guys have never seen this, it is a dragon. Um first you draw an S, you know, to kind of make the dragon. You draw little wings at the top, um a little bit of fire coming out of the mouth, and then of course you can't miss the giant beefy arm coming off the back of the dragon. Just one, <laughs> not two.
0: Yeah, so um the whole thing with Trial door is that he burn and things, he became a mascot. For Homestar Runner, in fact, people that have no idea what Homestar Runner is know who Trogdor is. I mean, he's still in the public zeitgeist. You can still find him on shirts and stuff. It's pretty awesome. But his thing was burninating everything. Like, destroying everything. So, the goal of this game... I mean, burninate the villagers...
1: The, I forget everything else Peasants
0: <laughs> Peasants, thank
1: you the, the, the peasants, the huts Which is not what they're called in That's the game That's
0: cottages Thank you, everything, just everything You're really good at this
1: <laughs> Well you know I'm um, trying to make you look good
0: Yeah, so basically You build a board out of tiles And I think it's a 5 by 5 board And this is another cooperative game Everybody plays as Trogdor so you're trying to work together to burninate all the tiles, burninate all the peasants, and burninate all the thatched roof cottages. Yes. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. I mean that, that's that's really the point of the game. <laughs>
0: um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Along the way, you're trying to avoid dying because there are um, knights on the board that can hurt you. There are all, all are there are also archers. Erod, <laughs> Who tried to arrow you? Erod,
1: And every single time these altars shoot, it clearly says in the rules that you have to say, Erod. So every yep. single time, you know, everybody would be like, Erod. It'd be so funny. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs>
0: uh, and if you end up getting damaged, there is a new knight that gets added to the board called the Trog Hammer who tries to stop you. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's. The gameplay is simple. I will say there are a few caveats in the rules that make it a little bit more complicated. Like, the first time this thing happens, this other thing happens, and now you have to do this for now on. Or, this is, what, this is how you do this one thing. However, this other thing happens, it undoes that. There is a little bit of that in there. However, if you read the rules once over, and you have questions, just start playing, reference the rules again, it's really not hard. I'm pretty sure there are some how-to-play videos out there that you can look up. It's a lot of fun. Um, the pieces are wooden meeples. They, they look great. Um, this was also a Kickstarter game that I backed last year around the same time as Heroes of the Grid. And it came in just a few days before Heroes of the Grid did. So that kind of gives you an idea of a general board game. It takes about a year. In fact, I backed two board games a couple weeks ago. They were both supposed to come out in about a year. So, if you are thinking about going to Kickstarter for board games, that's what you're going to be looking at before you get it. Um, uh, also,
1: also, this game is very different than uh, Heroes of the Grid. If, like we said, Heroes of the Grid is a very strategic game. Uh, Trogdor can be a strategic game. However, it's also a game that if you just want a good laugh with friends, you could sit down and play this. It, it's not going to take a humongous amount of thinking. Um, however, it's kind of like how much you want to think about it. Y- yep. You know, I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. I could play the game and not think at all. Or I could play the game and, you know, halt my head from thinking so much. So it, <laughs> it really just depends what you want to do.
0: Yeah, this was a game I've also played twice now. The first time with Courtney and we lost. <laughs> And then the second time with the four of us, and we did end up winning that time, um, just barely. So I'm
1: sensing a consistent theme, where as long as Nick and I are there, we win games. Just barely. So we need to play the lottery as a group.
0: (laughs) I'm on it. (laughs) That's the issue that I've been having so far. (laughs) I've been playing it by myself. Um, I'm not sure, actually, if you can buy this game I think you probably can hold on let me look it up take, 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 take. Uh, it's take. okay so there's a website that uh, they have and it says buy it soon so I'm assuming that you will be able to buy it soon um, and yeah good stuff so how long does it take to play uh, Jacob how long did it take us to play this one
1: Oh, this one, it maybe took us an hour. This yeah. this, this one didn't take that long. Uh, maybe for the first time, I'd say a little bit over an hour. Or if you have any new players, just a little bit. But I'd say um, 45 minutes to about an hour and 15 minutes is a good range.
0: Yeah, I think maybe it took us... I wouldn't say 45, but you might be right. It might have been closer to an hour. Again, because this is cooperative, it is very conducive to new players. So long as you have one person there that knows the rules... They can kind of run the game, um, and other people will pick up on it as things happen.
1: Oh yeah, and th- this game is hilarious. If you've never seen Homestar Runner, um, you should you should look him up. It's really really funny, uh, really weird. It's just it's weird, <laughs> but it's really good. And if you've seen that, this game is definitely for you. Uh, I know Caleb saw it, and I could see Caleb's you know eyes light up playing this game. I'd seen a little bit. And my eyes were starting to twinkle. You know what I'm saying? Like, So this this really is a good, good game. Um, and again, this game, I would say with the other one, um, the other one's too strategic to play with younger kids. This one I think you could easily play. This is a good family game. Like, I yeah. easily think you could play it with kids and they wouldn't have an issue understanding it all.
0: Um, I don't think they would grasp everything. I think they could play it and they would have fun, but they wouldn't necessarily understand everything they're doing.
1: Yeah, but to play a game, do you have to understand everything? To play it correctly. Mm, Kilo Bunnies? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone that knows everything about Kilo Bunnies.
0: <laughs> anyway, Trogdor is great. Check it out. You got anything else? Um.
1: Let's see. We borninated the people.
0: <sniffs> nope. Yep. That's about it. At all. <laughs> all right well that was that and this is this it's time for what you've been up to so jacob aside from playing amazing board games with us what have you been up to
1: absolutely nothing (laughs) um i'd say really the only noteworthy thing is uh i'm doing a dnd campaign with you and our cousins you know you know not zach zach's too busy but Blaine, you you guys have met Blaine. Uncle Don, he was briefly in the Stanley episode. Uh, Courtney, and then one of Caleb's friends, Jonathan. I don't think he he's been on the podcast. Nope. Okay. Um. So I'm leading a campaign with them, and I have I'm I'm the DM. It's my first time being the DM, and I went ahead and just took my ambitions and ran with them, and completed my own story. Uh, so I've been working on. Not wrapping up the story for them, however, wrapping up the story as a whole for everything. You know. Um, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. I'm not telling you how far in you are. But hmm. I did spend a while making a map the other day. And Caleb, I didn't tell you this. Every single map that we used last night, I made. What? So, yeah, I made all of those ma- all three of those maps. Define made. Uh, so there's a, um, I can tell you, it's called Incarnate. Um, it's one of the best map-making sites I've ever seen. I paid $25 for a year subscription. Um, basically, literally, there's pieces that you can lay, but, I mean, you decide the size of the map. You decide where the land goes, where the water goes. You place the buildings. You can mill the buildings. You, um, I mean, anything. I can make the the pieces square, rectangular, circle, hexagonal.
0: Dude, I am incredibly impressed. I no joke, I sat there last night looking at the map, thinking, these are really good maps. I wonder where he found these. Yeah man.
1: I um I spent a lot of time I spent about two or three hours making three four maps. I made a giant map of the whole campaign, which you saw part of um however there's more to that. And then I spent all three maps last night making them.
0: Wow, that's like really, dude. That's super impressive.
1: Thanks, man. It's it's really good. I think I'm gonna start doing that. Originally, I was just pulling from maps that were already made, um, and I it a lot of times I couldn't find exactly what I wanted. Yeah, you know, um, it's really hard. However, with this site, I can I can just make whatever I want. And then what's awesome is if there's something. Like a smaller version of something. For example, if I want a pillar, I can go into this site, make a pillar, just a pillar, save it, and then drop the map, that map onto another map and drag it down to scale to make the pillar in the game seem like it's part of that map, if that makes
0: sense. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. So I think it's really cool. I can actually make uh, pieces. I can make you know characters with this if I wanted to. Um, It's really awesome. I'd suggest that it's incarnate. There is a free version. However, you don't get, you know, really anything. I mean, you could make a map, but it'd be really, uh, you know, just beginner level map. Have it with the $25 a year thing, it's not that much. And it's, man, you get hundreds of options. It's insane. Um, So yeah, I'm a a, a free plug that for them because that's awesome. Uh, Other than that, that, that's about it. So, uh, that was what I've been up to. What you been up to, Caleb?
0: I've been up to a couple things. Uh the first thing relates directly to Power Rangers. I have been purchasing things to start painting the miniatures. AYO. Yep. Uh and actually I am planning on painting everything including the foot soldiers. In fact, that's where I'm starting because I have painted some miniatures in the past very briefly last year. Um, and that was the first time I'd ever painted miniatures and I want to kind of get back into that and actually learn some more stuff before I attempt the Rangers. Cause I don't want to mess those up. There's so, so many foot soldiers. So, I mean, yeah, but you can do them fairly quickly. Um, no, I believe- I'm saying, sorry, sorry. I,
1: wasn't trying to interrupt, I was just saying like, that's a good place to start because if you mess up, like, it's not that big of a deal.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, And, and they're pretty uniform and they'd be easier to fix as well. Um, so I, I've been, looking at some of the ways other people are painting them. And I've been getting the stuff. In fact, um, I cleaned them right before we started recording so they could start drying so that I can prime them for the the first coat so that I can actually start doing stuff on them. So I'll probably be working on that in the next couple of days. I'm really excited about that. Uh, if I remember, I'll take before and after pictures and I will post those and hopefully they come out good. The, That's super exciting. The other thing I've been doing is something you've been doing that you forgot Uh, is I started The Boys. Oh, I finished The Boys! So The Boys is a TV show on Amazon Prime Video that is based off of a comic series.
1: And let me tell you what. If you're getting Marvel fatigue or DC fatigue or superhero fatigue in general, this is the show for you. (laughs)
0: Uh... Kind of... (laughs) This show no, is, most definitely. This show is awful. Like, I, I don't mean like it's, a, it's bad. Like, it, it's very entertaining. It is awful. Like, the people in here are awful. If you've ever seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know how the people in that show are awful? These people are like that, but times 10. And they're supposed to be heroes, which makes it times 20.
1: This is literally... I mean... It, it blows my mind. Because they take what you think of as a superhero... Flip it on its head and then run over it with a bus. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> these, this show is so gra- it's the most graphic show I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, everything from there's there's a little bit of nudity, not a whole lot of nudity, but there's a little bit. But just guts and gore. I don't know if you've gotten there, Caleb, but like no, it's super super uh, graphic,
0: well, but I- not. I- I've seen uh, one thing. I was, I was going to okay. say, I've seen one graphic thing. It's definitely not the most graphic I've seen, but it's the most graphic I've seen in this context.
1: Okay, you wait. Just wait. Trust me. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. So, oh, that could be graphic at times. However, this, whew, you just wait. But yeah, so essentially, uh, just a quick detail. These are knocked off superheroes, basically. Um, that act more like Deadpool, kind of. You know, they just don't really care. Um, you know, and they kind of just do what they want. You know, you'll see. It's not like it's not like a utopian society with Superman. You know, that's that's that's. I feel like that's what kind of some people think when they think of superheroes. You know, goody two shoes. You know, um, this is just a different side of superheroes you haven't really seen.
0: Yeah, this uh, is. I wouldn't say it's Deadpool. I would say it's a ripped off version of the Justice League, but if oh, yeah. each one of them were like a corrupt politician.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, and as the show progresses, you'll feel different parts more than others, but literally, there's a ripped off Aquaman, ripped off Wonder Woman, Superman, uh, Batman.
0: Batman? Uh, Kind of Yeah there, there's a guy like Noir or something He dresses in all black he doesn't talk His suit sort of looks like Batman
1: Yeah, I, As you progress You'll get the I don't want to say but you'll get the feeling Of another character
0: Okay um, well I, I think some of them Are also combinations Oh
1: yeah oh yeah for sure and I mean it's just It's funny You know and, and these are like the top seven superheroes Like in the world basically And it's a company that leases out walk. To superheroes, basically. I mean that that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get uh give it a watch. Just try not to to give it up if you think it's too graphic. It's not too graphic to the point where it's unnecessary. Um, it just shows you what's happening.
0: Yeah, I, I will say it is a very traumatic to watch. So if you are easily offended in oh, any yeah. way uh anything if anything bothers you really easily this is not a show you need to watch you will find out very quickly within the first few minutes what kind of show this is and that is going to tell you whether you should keep watching or not i suggest keep watching but that's just my suggestion yeah so i'm only two episodes in Uh, i think it's only an eight episode season so i'm a quarter of the way through Um, i'm enjoying it i'll keep watching it and i'll check in when i finish
1: uh, there's already talks about a season two. So uh, it's been doing very, very well. So why don't you get out there and help it uh, help it get to season two?
0: And the last thing that I've been doing is I had to make a long drive today for work to uh, some training. And I thought, you know, I should do something different today. I should download the Marvel podcast Wolverine the Long Night, and I should give that a try. Oh, how's that? It's really good. It's very different from how I expected. It's really good. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have. We talked about it actually on the podcast a while back. Yeah, so this is new-ish. I think it might have come out last year, late last year maybe. Um, And there's actually two seasons out now. So it actually was probably mid last year. Um, And I hadn't really given much thought to it. I actually thought that you had to have a different app to do it. But it is on the iTunes um, app. Well, what am I trying to say? The podcast app. Um, it is on there, so it's probably on other things. It is... So I've listened to the first episode and a half. Wolverine is not in it, but it's really interesting. The angle they're taking is they're following um, some police detectives. And the police detectives are basically trailing Wolverine. And oh, that's cool. It, it's kind of the story about... So they. it's almost like a police procedural. They come yeah. into a town, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Wolverine is clearly there or has been there and has kind of left a mass of carnage in his wake. And there's some stuff they're they're trying to figure out why and who and and catch him. It's really interesting. It's done in such a way that it sounds like they took a microphone and they stuck it in an actual scene. So for example, Uh, there's a scene where this guy is driving these two people around and it sounds like there's just a recorder in a car while they're talking. Um, Hmm. So so it's kind of real-ish that way, which was different. I wasn't expecting that. Sometimes that makes it hard to hear, at least when you're driving on the interstate. Um, But it's really interesting. It's a very different angle. I really like it so far. The first season is only 10 episodes and they're only 30 minutes a piece. So I'm gonna try to get through those um in the next i don't know couple months and see how it shakes out hmm that's awesome i'll have to give it a listen acting's really good though i will say that i'm i'm excited i've listened to one
1: podcast that's kind of like that and it's really interesting
0: all right well uh you know who else is interesting jacob uh are you talking about taylor paul i am talking about the fab lamonis fabmonious fabulous taylor pool the man who did our opening and our outro music you can find him at taylorpoolmusic.com that's t-a-y-l-o-r-p-o-o-l-e music.com and maybe he can whip something up for you as well Ooh, i'll have to uh
1: talk to him about it because not only is taylor awesome but the other friends we like to talk to are cnc power on twitch they're really awesome guys go check them out they stream magic the gathering on sundays um go ahead and check them out really great group of guys and they could they you know everybody loves support so just go show yours
0: and while you're showing support show more support for us because listening to this Dude, thanks, but it's just not enough. We need all your support. We're like that person that just wants more and more and more. And in this case, we want you to go to our website. Why do we want you to go to our website? So you can share it with all of your friends. And also because it's a really great way to find all of our episodes. All of our episodes are on the podcast apps, your favorite podcast apps, but you know what? On our website, you can search them, you can filter them, you can look at descriptions. It's just a little bit easier to find what you're looking for uh, and you share with your friends because you love your friends you love us and don't you want everybody to be happy
1: because we're nerds and you know you're nerd too
0: thanks for listening to cuz we're nerds stay up to date with all the nerdy news and podcast drops by following us on facebook twitter and instagram you can also leave us comments and feedback at nerds at gmail.com that's C-U-Z-W-E-R-E-N-E-R-D-S at gmail.com. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We'll see you next week, and as always, stay nerdy. Rangers, it's morphin time! Red Ranger, suit up. That was your cue. You were supposed to say something, Ranger, suit up. Oh,
1: oh okay, okay. Oh, wait. I, 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 you want me to say Red Ranger? Suit up? Or I said I... Red Ranger. You say oh, something oh, okay, else. Okay, okay. you want me to go? Okay, 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 okay. Take two. Huh? Blue Ranger, suit up. Pink Ranger, suit up. Yellow Ranger, suit up.
0: Black Ranger, suit up. Did you say Black Ranger already? I did not. I said blue. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Mastodon Ranger, suit up? Yes. Probably a good thing we're not on the Power Rangers show. Yeah. What if they were super specific colors? Like,
1: aqua blue ranger,
0: suit up. Lava red ranger, (laughs) suit up. No, it wouldn't be be red. It'd be like, lava maroon. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Yeah, it would be a...
1: Seashell turquoise, power up! What color is it, daffodil? Yellow, Yellow
0: maybe? I don't know, purple? I don't know flowers. Mm. Flower Mm. ranger, power
1: up! And then someone would have eyes in the front. Rainbow squad, roll out!
0: (laughs) Be great. Uh, Good times. Rangers, it's morphin' time! Lava Maroon, suit up! Aqua Blue Ranger, suit up! Seashell
1: Turquoise, power up! Lava Red Ranger, suit up! Flower Ranger, power up! Rainbow Squad, roll out!